You. Y'all get, up, you, get, you getting some last minute studying in, Mike? No, I was just thinking about what we're going to call this episode. We're going to call it episode tree. Tree. Good one. Good one. Yeah, baby. That, that one almost, almost went over my head. You know? <laughs> I had to think about it for a quick second. Yeah. Yo, what up, what up? Welcome to the Knowing Part podcast. What's up? I got Ange to my right, Yo. Mike to my left, Ralph to the far right in the corner. Mm. Yo, with a whole bunch of Shuffling, paper. shuffling through paper. <laughs> paper. Who still has paper notes, man? What's wrong with you, man? Uh. <laughs> Those are photocopies? Yeah. Those are photocopies of photocopies. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yo, um, I wanted to do a little PSA based on our last episode. Mm. Um, last week, you know, and, you know, after after we got home, I was kind of thinking about it. Just to just to give some understanding, you know, we're we've known each other a long time, and we understand each other. We're very close, so. Um, you know the way we uh reason the way we wrestle with the scriptures might not be conventional to what people are used to seeing um, the only difference is is that we're putting it out there yeah and we always want to you know keep the word of god as priority mm. and to let people know to read it for yourself and seek the lord through his word for yourself and be good Bereans. Anybody got that scripture? What's that scripture in uh, Acts, Acts 17 11, I think. Actually, let's go, yeah. read that. Let's read that. If we go you to Acts it, 17 11, because I think it's really uh, applicable. Mm-hmm. And honestly, we just want to encourage people to get into the word. Yeah, man. And That's just it. do this. That's it. It's not about what we're saying. You know, like I said, we we understand each other and the way we might say something might sound a little crazy but we we know what we believe we know what we stand on um but the way we get to to that understanding cuz we we know it's the holy spirit that is teaching us right mm-hmm. yeah correct. and we can't record 6 hours of discussion <laughs> right that's that's just not uh yeah, it's not an option but we always kind of get into this singular point, right? Where all of us are on the same page is that we, you know, it's not all the time we could have all of that and put it out there to the world. Um, but sometimes you get glimpses of it, like last last week's episode. So um, Acts 17, 11 says. Yeah, yeah I'm going to start reading from uh, verse 10. It says, the brothers immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea. And when they arrived, they went into the Jewish synagogue. Now, these Jews were more noble than those in Thessalonica. They received the word with all eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. Mm-hmm. Mm. Examining the scriptures daily. Don't examine us. Mm. Right. Yeah, good point, good point. Examine the scriptures. Because um, that's what we do, man. We get together and we, we go through this. We, we reason with God, man. Right, and we're not afraid, right? Never scared. We we have the liberty. Um. So yeah, that's I, that's you know it was kind of in my heart just to share that. I don't want, I don't want people to get the wrong, the wrong idea. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I was uh, 
I thought about it too. Um, it came across my heart just to, um, I mean, with the word of God, you have to be careful, but, um, I just, I, I think it's, um, our, our heart is that people would just not go with what they hear, you know, even if it's coming from your pastor or a preacher that you respect, but to open the word of God and, um, to be excited to do that. You know, I mean, the word of God is endless. It's, there's so many layers to it. And, you know, we want you guys to be, you know, like miners. We want you to mine the word of God, you know, go into it, dig in deep and, um, and, and find revelation. You know, God, he wants to reveal himself. He wants to be closer to us. And that is our heart. That that's always been our heart. Even doing this is to just we want people to love the word of God and want to get into the word of God and want to see what the word of God have for them and their life and the, the for the lives of the people around them so you know it's 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 more of a motivation it's 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 a motivation too yeah reading is fundamental it's fundamental mm. and reading the word of God is life mm -mm. yo right when you said that I, I was I was thinking of a scripture I wanted to share with what you um uh, mentioned mm -hmm. Which uh, in Proverbs twenty five verse two it says, um, "It is the glory of God to conceal things, but the glory of kings is to search things out." Right. So like it is glorious, you know, because um, there's so much hidden treasure in the scriptures, right. um, and it's a glory to be able to find it as the Lord reveals it to you, because this is it's Him revealing Himself to us. So it's a glory to constantly get into this Word and to search out the secret things of God. And how he wants to reveal it to you. So, and and we have so much to talk about each and every single day. I mean, we have 666 book here. You know what I'm saying? So there's plenty of things that everyone, you know, who's listening, who's watching, they could get into, you know. Um, so much content here. We could go on for years and years of constantly just getting into this and contending with the word of God. Contending with one each other. To sharpen each other and grow closer, um, number one, to God and get closer to one another as brothers as you know as the family of god mm -hmm. amen i agree yo so where we left off man the tree what 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 what, <laughs> what stop the what, fighting ding 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 what 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 her heresy did we leave Marcus Angelo, go <laughs> what heresy like, did we spring off, man? <laughs> we about to move the chairs no more chairs <laughs> just go go mm. so we didn't we didn't complete chapter two, two. last week yeah. And I think we ended off at uh, verse 14 or 16, 17? I think 14. 14? Oh, wait. I mean, we could start at, we could, yeah, we could start at 15. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, go ahead, Ange. Oh, no, no, what's up? Now, so you guys ready to jump right in? Yeah, what you okay. going to say? No, no, no. Nah, I mean, we, 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 uh, you know, chapter two kind of spoke about, you know, a recap, you know, yeah, the Lord created the heavens and the earth and the history of the heavens. And we spoke about this, this irrigation system where the, the, mm -hmm. the, you know, the vegetation was getting, you know, moisture and, um, this, this garden that was planted, you know, it gives the location of where the garden was planted. And it spoke about, um, a tree, right. That was planted in the midst or so two, two trees. Yeah. Um, what else? I mean, that's where we left off the tree 15. And wait, verse, verse, uh, 
9. And out of the ground the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So, you know, the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil was in the midst of the garden, right? So then, you know, it goes into this this geographical location of where this garden was planted. So it was a physical place on the face of the earth, right? Yeah. Correct. It was a physical place. I don't think you could, probably won't be able to find it now. Um, I know people have been trying to locate it, but yeah. you know the the landscape of the earth probably changed after the flood. Right. That it was hard to distinguish. Um, but maybe around that Mesopotamia area, yeah, someplace around yeah. there. Um, and then, so let's go. Let's let's jump back to fifteen and, and read that inch. Fifteen to what? Let's, let's go to fifteen to seventeen. Let's 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 walk this walk this dog a little slow. Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, "Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die." Mm-hmm. So the man was placed in the, the Garden of Eden to work. So we see work is a blessing. Work is a good thing. Mm. Man should work. <laughs> <laughs> All right? It's not a curse. Working is not a curse. Um, so his job was to tend to the garden, to keep it, right? Mm-hmm. Keep the garden looking good. Um. And he gave the guy a command, right? So, and it wasn't it wasn't like toil, you know, toiling work. No, it wasn't you know, toiling. this was this was man working with God. Could you imagine God as your co-worker? Mm, you know, you working right. with God. You yeah, know, he's God, not gonna cheat you. Cheat you. <laughs> word up. God is your boss, <laughs> so mm-hmm. everything is fair. Everything makes sense, and you know, I I I, I think God helped him. You know, because this is what that was the whole purpose to have fellowship with man. Right. Right. You know, so, you know, he gave man a job, but it was, you know, he was it wasn't hard, laborious, you know, work. It was it was fun. You know, he wanted to go to work. He wanted to, you know, he probably was learning and growing. And, you know, it wasn't it wasn't like the dread <laughs> that we have here, you know, when Monday morning hits and it, that alarm clock goes off and you hit snooze. 50, 11 times because mm. <laughs> you don't want to go in. Yeah. I doubt that was that. And I like the whole thing where, so now we're seeing that not only he's an image bearer, all right, he's in the image of God, so God created him, and also now he gave him purpose. purpose so yeah. you know, now you have purpose, now you have meaning, which is one of the things when I said, like the four questions that everybody has to answer, origin, uh, meaning, morality, and destiny. So those four questions you're seeing right here. First, we already went through origin, Mm-hmm. We see that he was God that created. Now we're going into meaning, you know, where in terms of his meaning was like, yo, you have a purpose now on this earth. You're going to guard it mm-hmm. and you're going to keep it. You're going to take care of it. And it's going to be all through my guidance and through my hand. And I will be there with you working alongside you. Right. And we're going to have fellowship with one another 
as you do this work, as we do it together. Yeah. And, you know, I see God establishing that relationship. Yeah. Right. Like, listen, uh, I graciously gave you life mm-hmm. and everything. Right. Right. So you're in this cornucopia environment of just food, like a just a, a banquet. Mm-hmm. of all the food i could imagine the, the the fruits probably didn't even spoil over there mm, yeah and they were big right just abundance right. you know all that for one man you have all of that right you got mm. dominion over the sea the land animals the birds of the air though you have everything that you need you have right. security right right you have um now all of that is an expression of love would, would mm-hmm. you guys agree Right. Yes. That that's an expression of love that God did all of this for the man. Mm. Um and all right, this is how the relationship work. And and I'm gonna give you a command and I and the command is almost like you have an option whether to follow it or not. Right. And and, and faithful obedience, follow me. Mm. I've I've already proven to you who I am, my character. Right. And everything that you have, mm-hmm. you know. So he commands Adam, "Yo, listen. This is your job. It's it's not burdensome." And he commands him, "Like you could eat of every tree, but this tree don't eat of it." Right. That was the law. That was the one law that Adam had to follow. Yeah, right? I think it's interesting that he he gave him a job first, <clears throat> and then told him he could eat. You know, and as men, we should all have jobs. So you know, can, like, so you, can, <laughs> you know, what is that scripture? I think Paul talks. You don't you know, work, you don't eat. If a, you don't work, you don't eat. You right, know, like God right. gave him a job, and then said, "All right, now you can eat." <laughs> you know what I mean? Word, word. I like that. Yo, you could eat of every tree. Every tree you could eat, mm-hmm. except for one. one. All the trees, but one, just one. Right? That's how we are, dog. The thing that we—so simple. <laughs> Go ahead. No, but um, you know, he put that there, so you know, you could exercise his free will. I mean, that is that is probably the greatest gift that God has given man. That he didn't make us robots. Mm-hmm. You know, he he didn't make us mindless. No, he gave man a mind. He gave him a spirit, and he wanted him to exercise that. You know, so. I mean, he had to put that tree there just so that man could exercise his free will. And here's the consequence. If you choose not to follow, if you choose not to be obedient in faith, there is a consequence to it, right, based on the character of God, right? right? The day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. So this this um, relationship, this fellowship that... Um, we have is it's gonna be hindered mm-hmm. it's gonna end it's gonna be cut off it's gonna mm-hmm. die so now what do you think so what does the tree of knowledge represent i mean the, ch- uh, the knowledge of good and evil what do you think it stands for um <clears throat> the tree it's determining what's good and what's evil right okay you having the the wisdom and the discernment to decide what is good and what is not good mm. right so 
God already established what is good, mm -hmm. right? And we read in the first chapter, this is good, this is good, this is good. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is very good because mm -hmm. God, God is good. Right. So he already established that and he gave Adam everything that is good, right? You got food, security, all of that. And then he establishes to Adam what is not good. Mm -hmm. You eating from this tree is not good, right? So he's already establishing, God is establishing, listen, I have the authority and the right to establish what is good and what is not good, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And, good. you know, and I, I'm a reference back to John 15. You Adam, just rock with me. Mm -hmm. Stick with me. Because I, I know it. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, uh, but free will, Adam could decide whether he wants to do that. And that's what that tree represents, right? Mm -hmm. I want to determine, I want to have the discernment, I want to have the wisdom to decide myself what is good and what is not good. But then what's the problem with that for Adam? Okay. Dog, you can't. Right. Right? He, like, you can't do that because you're limited. Mm. Your knowledge is, is, is relative because it's based on what you experience, what mm. you know. God is outside time and outside space, and he's all-knowing. He's absolute in his knowledge and his wisdom and everything. So he knows everything. So that tree, it was only appropriate for God. You understand what I'm saying? No, no I got you. No, I get it. Because um, I was just uh, mentioning that because um, a few commentaries, they give like people have different takes on what the tree represents. Like, uh, so supposedly it was like four, about four things. They mentioned... Um, sexual awareness, moral discrimination, moral responsibility, and moral experience as in terms of like, you know, what that, uh, what that tree of knowledge of good represents. And, and I personally take the, the stance of like, it's, um, moral experience mm -hmm. in terms of, so this is the thing is that now this is the, the possibility you could either learn from God, like in Proverbs 1 and 7 says the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom, right? And he teaches you, you know, or you could learn through disobedience the wrong way by experience. Right. You know, so you could experience the good and evil, learn the hard way, or you could just fear the Lord, like you're saying, in obedience and right. faith in him. And you don't have to go the, you know, the long way around the barn. Right. You know what I'm saying? And just trust in God, trust in his mm -hmm. word. So I think that's what the whole, um, the tree of knowledge of, you know, Good and evil is that more experience. Okay, you want to experience um, good and evil, or do you want to learn it from me right. through faith and obedience? Mm -hmm. So, and, and you know, it's hey, God, get off your throne. I want to sit on there. Right. I, I want to decide. Yeah. Right. And we live in a society where we've seen that happen. Mm -hmm. Just from time, people decide, well, this is now good and this is now bad. Right. Right. Where, oh, we could decide, right? We could decide individually, or we could decide collectively, or we could vote and decide, or a judge could come and say, uh, I'm going to decide this is good now and this is bad. 
Mm-hmm. Like, nah, dog. Yeah, you can't legislate. You can't. You can't. <laughs> you can't. And that was that was that was what it is. Yeah. You know, that's what it represented. Like, right. like, are you gonna are you gonna trust me? All right. Again, I, I always point to the evidence. Yeah. So there was five days of evidence that was you know Adam was seeing, and mm-hmm. dog, you gotta follow me. I, I'm I'm the authority. Mm-hmm. I look yeah. at it as. Um, also, you know, I, I I understand what you're saying, and I think it was a thing of faith, plain and simple, because the scripture says, "Without faith, is it's impossible to please God." And you're talking about now you're in a relationship; it's between man and God, and you know, to please God, you have to have faith. And Adam didn't know what death was; mm-hmm. he didn't have to understand what death was. Right. God is like, "This is what I said," and if you just don't eat from that tree because you believe what I said and the consequences of what's going to happen. I'm going to be pleased with you, you know? So I, I, that's how I look at it. I'm like, you know, faith is like the, the one thing that we have that we take from this world and bring to the next world. Faith is eternal. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's, 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 that's our ticket from this world to the next world. This is the only thing that we can take from this world is our faith. And I think that you can't fit. you can't take the money. <laughs> yeah, the money's gonna burn. <laughs> the Even, houses is gonna yeah. burn. The cars is gonna burn. The bit the Bitcoin can't burn. <laughs> no, the Bitcoin gonna burn. It's a lie. It's get a deleted. Lie. <laughs> the Bitcoin can get deleted. That's what <laughs> you understand what I'm saying. So <laughs> I'm sorry. Yo, no, but um, you know, and I that's how I that's how that's how simple I look at it as. Like the way you broke it down, that that was deep, and I like that. You know, I never even, you know, I always see the tree a good and evil, but to have a, you know, to really go into it, that makes sense. But as far as, you know, Adam's relationship with that tree, it would always be a tree to exercise his faith. Yeah, you know, so every time you walked by it and you mm-hmm. didn't eat of it, God was pleased because God is like, you don't even, you never even experienced that, right? But right. you not going to touch it because I told you not to touch it. God is pleased. Right. And when God is pleased, your communication is there. Yeah. Fellowship is there. All these things could always be there. And what I also like about that too is what tree was next to it, right? The tree of life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So every time he walked by, not only did he not eat, but God put a reminder of what life is, you know, and yeah. just to help him with that decision. It wasn't just this beautiful tree that he couldn't eat from. There was a, a more beautiful tree next to it that had good promises attached to it yeah. that helped that the Lord put there to help him in that decision. And that's just the grace of God. Yeah. You know what I think about when, when I, I it's, it's funny cause he put that tree right next to the other one. Like both exactly. of them were in the mist. Yep. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, the Lord is always going to give you a way of escape. Mm. Right, right, right. Exactly. It's like the, the tree of life wasn't three miles away. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. It was right there. So if you're looking at the the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the other (laughs) one, you're going to remember the word of God that said, yo, you could eat from every tree, Mm -hmm. including this one. So he always... That's what I'm saying. You did like this. like, And you know, with the experiential, you you don't want your kids to experience the hot stove. You don't touch the stove. It's hot. The fire is hot. Or don't play in the street. Don't play in the street. You get hit by a car. Right. right? Mm. You don't want them to actually experience that. But if they listen to you, and it's because you love them. Right. So if they listen to you, then, you know, 
Boom. But uh, Edge, let's go, man. You got to read this part, man. I got to read it? Where you want me to read to, bro? <laughs> What a setup. It's your part right I'm used to getting set up. 18 to what? Let's go 18 to 20. And the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Out of the ground of the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. So Adam gave names to all cattle, to the birds of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. So what you think of that part? This is beautiful. Because you're seeing the whole setup here. Because he starts off by saying that God said, it is not good that man should be alone. So I will make him a helper for him. So he starts off with that saying that, okay, this is the, this is the premise here. You're not alone. But here, Adam, name the animals for me. So now he's sitting there. So God is bringing all the animals. Uh, you know, Mr. Aardvark, Mrs. Aardvark. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Baboon, Mrs. Baboon. Mm. <laughs> you know, Mr. Cougar, Mrs. Cougar. As he's going down through. so And you're seeing multiple things here. Now you're seeing an intelligent man. That means he's created all his faculties, uh -huh. intelligence. He's naming all these animals. Right, and he's seeing now. He, God is displaying something for him. He's displaying Mister and Missus. You know, as he goes through all the different animals, he's probably. Could you imagine? He's probably could have been there for hours on end as the Lord is bringing oh, forth this days. Yeah. And now, could you imagine? Now he's like, yo, like, yo, there's a Mister and a Missus. What about? But none of them fit me. Mm. And he and he's seeing this union between these animals in order for them, because that's part of the blessing in order to multiply, you know, and to be fruitful. So God is just setting it up. So you seeing this relationship right here. He's like, yo, watch, I'm going to do something for you, Adam. Yeah. Yeah, start, start naming the animals. And he's, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. he's, he's preparing the stage for him. It's like a, a premarital counseling. <laughs> <laughs> in a way. So, so speaking of, you know, Adam and, and his, his range of knowledge, do you think before that, do you think he was aware that he was alone or was he um uh was he good like hey it's me and you god and all these animals and all this food yeah i don't i don't think do you he... think he was aware because god made him go through that for all right why do you think god made him yeah, go through to that? make him aware to make him to make him more aware that's right yeah, to make he, he was yeah, yeah, go, yeah, ahead, go ahead now he was with god um you know i'm thinking he was with god um, he was, and you could be complete in God, right? And that's alone, what, single, and that's what it was. It was like, and that's why God did it this way, to kind of show like all you really need is me. But He's preparing him for this gift that He's about to give him. You know, it's mm -hmm. like it's like you know me. I'm I'm enough, but dog, I want to give you more. And that's what it was always been with man. Like God is like I I, I know what's good. I know what's better. Like you can think that this is good, but I I got something even better for you. That's so Adam, life. right? So Adam is sitting there, you know, him and God walking and and all these things, and God is like, you know, and it's like what you said before. He didn't. God saw this as not good. Adam didn't even get that. He didn't even process it. Was it good? Right. You know what I mean? But to God, God is like, that's not good. You see, you know. So God knew, and yeah. and that's how it is when you're. You know, when you're in God, 
you know it's like god knows better and he's he always wants the best for you and mm-hmm. like you said before it's like it's beautiful how god you know prepared him mm-hmm. you know because it was real this is a real relationship right you know so he's like yo i want you to grow i want you to understand so i'm gonna go through the steps with you i see god's patience here right you know because it's like and you're just god i think god is putting this in front of us because he's like dog this is a real relationship this is real and then anything in real it has to grow understanding you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah i see too that obviously there were no other human beings on the earth so he didn't to him all he knew was god and creation but if we were created in the image of god then those characteristics the same way god created us because he was he wanted a family i knew there had to be something inside adam that knew something was missing you know there was like a lonely feeling he knew he wasn't alone but after you know seeing all of the um you know the animals with the 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 male and the female and i just think god was preparing him to appreciate what he didn't have you know just from seeing all of the other animals together um and and at me personally what i'm you know in my season of singleness you know before i gave my heart to the lord of uh, 5 6 years ago i didn't appreciate the covenant of marriage you know it was something i could have gotten married 10 times i didn't appreciate it now that i'm alone and i um i'm desiring to do it the correct way um the longer that i'm alone the the more i appreciate that covenant and I look forward to being in that covenant. You know what I mean? So I, I, I do see that literally as a premarital counseling that Adam was in that he didn't even understand right. what was going on at that time. The Lord preparing him for his wife. Mm. I, I like how you phrased that. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I see Adam. I, I'm not going to say that he wasn't complete or he wasn't satisfied because i think the lord could satisfy him right Mm -hmm. but like mike said the lord always want to bring you at a higher level Mm -hmm. right and he was preparing him for that and we're talking about um an imager right and mike used to always say that you're a co-heir that the lord is about to introduce and you know i believe adam as he's naming these animals and now he's starting to learn, right? Cause I see it as a learning. Like exactly. God is a learning curve. God is teaching Adam. And he's like, yo, this what I'm about to give you right now. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't light. No, bubble. yeah, no, for real. This ain't light. Yo, what I'm about to give you right now. This ain't light, babe. You have to appreciate it. Straight mm. up. You know what I'm saying? So this is like men. You have to appreciate your wife, mm-hmm. your wife, because that's a gift from God. Right. And not only that, she's also a image bearer of God. Right. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yep. So now you see Adam, I, and I could imagine, right, if it was just you, yeah, I'm gonna form the the man and the woman, and I'm gonna give, and both of them, you know, gain consciousness, and it's just there. Right. There's this lesson that. Right. That's missing. Yeah. You don't have the opportunity to, and you see the difference between Adam, between mankind and everything else. It's just this huge gap, right? right? And the Lord was like, yo, this gift that you're about to get, 
you have to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And this union that I'm about to institute, dog, it's serious and it's real. And I think Adam grew and he started to understand, yo, there's more. Like there's more. Right. That's exactly like what I'm, I I'm good like God. I'm good with I'm you. Good, like right? I'm totally fulfilled, mm-hmm. but you know, God, he's the one that said it is not good. You wasn't aware of it until after I took you through this exercise. Word, mm-hmm. Now you get it, yep. and you gotta love it. Cause we gotta mm-hmm. see what Adam says afterward. He kicked up. He kicked a bar. Yeah, <laughs> he started rapping. <laughs> Cause it, it was real, right? Um, any anybody have any other thoughts? And yo, this is super important. Oh yeah, I mean, it's everything out of creation. You know, everything was good, good, very good. But when he saw a man alone, that was the first time he was like, that's not good. Yeah. You know, and that's what you always, you got to think about when it comes to, you know, um, marriage. Why you're getting married. You know, people get married for money. People get married for status. People get married because they want to blaze. It's play, play, be. Blaze, 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 blaze all day. You know what I mean? But God is like, his thing was like, yo, Adam, you alone. That's not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when when I think about that, I think about, you know, God in himself being triune. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. They've always been three. One, they've always had somebody. Mm-hmm. God the Father always had God the Son. God the Son always had the Holy Spirit. They always, and they understand us, our being, our existence, this fellowship, not being alone because God is good. God understood that us three making one, that's good. Yeah. Having, not being alone, it's, you know? And so when he saw Adam and he's like, you don't have nobody to fellowship like that with, like the animals, look at them. Yeah. You see how the, the, the mother bear and the father bear, yeah. they cuddle yeah. together. Like, that's good. Right. You see how they, they, they could go um, hunting together and right. this together. I, I shouldn't say hunting because they wasn't hunting, but, <laughs> right, you know, right. but they, they was able to go for food together and right. walk together. He's like, look, that's good. And he's like, yo, I want that for you because mm. that's good. Having somebody not being alone is good. Not just and good, very good. Very good. And that was God's purpose. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't the blaze, 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 blaze. Because that's, that that that's, what, that's what a lot of people want to get married for. They want to blaze. And we'll get into it. Yeah, we can. <laughs> um, and yeah, actually, let's just finish. Let's just finish 2021 20, 20, 20, all the way. Yeah. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib, which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman. And he brought her to the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Let me read this uh, quote from Matthew Henry real quick. It says, the woman is not made of his head to top him not out of his feet to be trampled upon by him Mm -hmm. but out of his side to be equal with him Mm -hmm. under his arm to be protected and near his heart 
to be beloved. Mm, that's ball. beautiful. That's a ball. Yeah, that was that was dope. When I that read that, dope. I had to copy that over. Right. So, um, Adam, you know, God put Adam into a deep sleep. You know, took took a a rib out of his side, um, closed it up, and with that rib, he he formed he formed the woman, and then he brought her to the man um That's eve big, eve yeah. was made out of adam word they're like the same word right um you know just like the quote she was taken you know out of his side like the shrink dog equal right different physically you know but equal right sure. both imagers um yeah yeah I, I look at it like you know people's when they talking about equal you know it's like comparing colors it's like red to blue you know it's like hot to cold mm-hmm. you know it's it, both of these it's it's two colors it's temperature you know and it's not one is better than the other you know it's not it's, they just different hot is hot and cold is cold Mm-hmm. You know, so women, you know, when you look at women, it's like, yeah, it's 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 equal. It's just different. Like, right. you know, and it's when you deal with women, it's like, yo, you guys are different. That's it. But it's not like you're like you said with Matthew Henry. It's not like you're saying you're lower than me. It's just a different, you know, but we're we're the same because you came from us. Right. You know, you have feelings, you have emotions, but it's just you guys are wired different. We're wired different. So I could imagine Adam going through the exercise and probably seeing the difference between the male and female animals. Mm-hmm. Like they, they're different. Right. But that's to be appreciated. Right. Not taken advantage of. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we've seen the complementarity over here. They complement each other. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the whole thing. And this is, and I, I really like when you said, um, when you read the whole, when you, uh, they shall become one flesh, showing you this is another picture of the compound unity. You know, that one flesh, the one plus one, you know, you think it's two, but this is one plus one equals one. It's really one times one equals one, which is very similar to the Trinity, you know, where the three, you know, it's one God, three distinct person. So that marriage, seeing how powerful it is, it's, it's one, it's, it's a compound unity between the man and the woman and them and them two coming together one are bearing the image of god and uh, is a replica of the trinity of that compound unity you know and cannot be separated and it's awesome where he says this and she shall be called woman right so so many other things we could go into so now we're seeing the origin of marriage where marriage created by god is between one man one woman not one woman, one not one man, Whoa. and multiple women, Boom. women. Mm-hmm. Not uh, so you can't have many wives. No concubines. No, that was all. Oh, <laughs> that okay. is not part of the design of God. But Solomon did it, and he and he was sinning. David, <laughs> he, was, he was off. David had more than one wife. It Jacob, was all, they was they were all sinning. <laughs> so now we're seeing here in per, in perfection in creation, one man, one woman. That means. Uh, one woman cannot have multiple men. You cannot have man and man. You cannot have man, um, men and. As I was reading earlier today, 
this people is making marriages between objects. Like mm. a woman married the Eiffel Tower. Mm. This woman married a, a beach. A what? Like the water. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So <laughs> it was in the news. Yeah. So you. <laughs> And this is showing going directly against. She had guests. <laughs> <laughs> they had a reception. Maybe How was the first dance? How did the first dance look? Maybe shellfish. <laughs> she went for a swim on the first dance, but that was. Oh, I thought that was the consummation. Going for a swim. <laughs> Seaweed and shellfish. Mm. Yeah, you got to, you know you got these crazy things. So we seeing the origin of marriage, one man, one woman, not man and man, mm-hmm. not woman and woman. You know, it's simple. I'm I'm just gonna agree with God with this one, and you could choose not to agree with God. That's right. Mm. You know, and it's super simple. But this is what God said. Um, this is what I believe, and I agree with Him. Mm. You could <laughs> you could wrestle with that if you want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You could come up with any different type of reasons, but this is what God said was very good. Word. And it's just the reason, you know, he said, you know, he found no help or comparable. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like, yo, this guy needs help. <laughs> like he was looking at Adam yeah. just probably working and moving. And he was like, yo, yeah, I know you could do this and you could do that. But it's so much better if this guy had help. You know, and it's like, you know, you even thinking about, you know, marriage is like, you know, yeah, the man is the leader, but it's like this, the life we live is hard and, and everybody appreciates help. I don't know about you guys, but when you get help in anything you do, mm-hmm. you appreciate it. You're grateful for it. Mm-hmm. You know, so when I'm just thinking about, you know, his, his reasoning, you know, to bring, you know, the woman and just be like, you know, this guy needs help. And I'm just looking, you know, I just want to encourage you know, women, like men, dog, we need help. <laughs> like, yo, this life is not easy, bro. And for us to like brunt the responsibility of just providing and whatever we have to do as men, just our responsibility as men is like, you know, and a lot of times, you know, us as men, we have pride. We don't want to ask for help. We want to look big and strong and bad. And But, you know, God was looking at Adam like, dog, you need help. You look, this is pathetic. Look look right. at you, dog. You it would that would have been so much easier what you would have did if you had somebody to help you. Right. You know, and I just want to encourage, you know, women to just, you know, uh mothers and and wives, yo dog. Yo big, I say it for all men, dog. We need help. <laughs> I'm crying, dog. We need help, B. And God provided a helper that is comparable. Word, That's right. right. He she is equal to you. And she's exactly what you need. Word up. (laughs) So men, husbands, love your wives. Protect them. Mm -hmm. You know, love them. Listen to them. Um, And be one. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, you you look at, you know, we're talking about uh, marriage and the statistics of marriage. And I'm not even talking about the world, like people in the world. Just in the Christian community. You know, the divorce rate is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't even take the world, the secular, seriously, because it's not, right? Mm-hmm. Relationships in the world is a joke. Having kids is a joke. Mm-hmm. It's accessory, right? It's marketing. It's promotion. That's all it is. But this is something that God created, mm-hmm. right? This is something that he instituted in the garden when everything was 
good, very good, when everything was perfect, when there was no sin, when there was no fall. Right. This is where that's from. Mm -hmm. Like marriage is probably the only institution um, from the other side Word. of the fall. Word. Of perfection, yep. All right? And, and you know, just we're yeah. seeing the attack on that. Yeah, you, we're seeing and you the see effect. How, yeah, you yeah. see how important it is in society. It was the first institution created. You know what I mean? Mm, there right. wasn't anything else created. There wasn't church <laughs> created. There wasn't schools, government. Mar the covenant of marriage was the foundation for the world, for society. Exactly. And exactly. It's been attacked. It's been destroyed. The enemy knew knows what he's doing by you know destroying marriage. The meaning of and, marriage. And exactly. And and mm -hmm. and twisting it and just diluting it the way that he has. He knew what he was doing and he's done a, a tremendous job at it. Right. I like how Adam found, you know, got his wife. Though he went to he had to go to sleep. <laughs> a deep sleep. Yo, I take a lot of naps, and when I wake up, there ain't no shorty next to me. Yo, you know why? Because the sleep ain't deep enough. Yo, you every, probably thinking about shorties in sleep. As we sleeping like that. Yeah, every morning. Every morning I wake up like, yo, Lord, where my shorty? I went to sleep. Yo, that's why it says deep sleep. I, nah, it's, I, yo, the Lord, sleep I slept good today, the Lord. Sleep, the sleep don't be deep. Go yeah, deeper. Yeah, yeah. You gotta no, go no, 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 no. See, but it says the Lord caused Adam to go to sleep. Exactly. Right? And you know how many times the Lord probably put you in the, the full he, Nelson he trying to make you go to no sleep? <laughs> and you like, he probably like, hit you with the Debo. Go to sleep. Yeah, go, go to sleep. sleep. Go and to you sleep. don't want to go to sleep? Fighting him. Fighting him. <laughs> no, Lord. Lord, <laughs> chill, Lord. I don't, don't want to miss sleep. it. I don't want to miss exactly. it. Exactly. I want to see you make her, Lord. So it's like, you know, when, you, when you're single and you're looking for a wife, you know, sometimes you do too much. You go before the Lord. You know, and you're going over there and you're, you're, you're feeling sad, you're feeling depressed. And it's like what we was going to before. Like Adam was complete in the Lord before Eve came. Right. But, you know, Eve would have been better. That's a better life. You know, it, it, it was going to add more, you know, to the world, to God himself and to, to Adam. And, you know, it's like he put him in a deep sleep. Like, yo, Adam, you have nothing to do with this. Mm-hmm. What's about to happen here, dog, you have nothing to do with this. This is sure. all me. You getting a wife is all me. Like, matter of fact, go to sleep. Be in a deep sleep. I don't need your help at all with this. Right. And even the word that he used with, with when he formed Adam, like when he made Adam, it says the, the word is used is formed. Like mm. he formed Adam. But with Eve, it says he fashioned Eve. Mm. And, you know, I think about that when you think about women, you know, how complex they are. You know, just speaking from a man, like, there's so much parts and so much things that goes on with a woman. And, you know, even God, when he was making him, making them, he fashioned them. Like, it's like, I think he took a little bit more time than he did with Adam. Oh, yeah. You know, when he made women, you know, so it's, it's just an encouragement to just, you know, women, yo, you have to be patient, like Marcus was saying. You got to be loving. You got to be patient. Dog, it's, even God did it when he was making them. I, I heard this pastor. He said something very um, uh, about this, which was awesome. Um, when it says, therefore, man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife. Boom. And they shall become one flesh. Right. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. So he pretty much, because I had to write, write it down. He says, first number number one is their separation right the man must leave his parents must leave his family right so now and we're seeing this this was important because it, 
Adam Diavolo parents, right? So he's showing this is a, a thing that he's teaching us here in this point, leaving that separation. And it's not just, you know, separation from, from parents, you know, um, to show the importance, the unity between a husband and wife. That's also, you know, guys, if you got a, a shorty on the side, friends, coworker that you texting on, now nah, that's off. You know what I'm saying? You leave everything, you know, and you cleave to that one woman, yeah. right? And then the next thing he goes is is to his permanence. You got to cleave to your wife. So you separate from all other attachments, whether it be parents, friends, shorties on the side, whatever that is. You must leave all that. Then you must cleave to the wife, right? So now when you cleave, that means you cannot leave. You are one with her. You're right. one flesh right. together. Then after the, the permanence, he says intimacy. Right, because now you're gonna become one flesh. Now that that is that picture of the whole Trinity, how the the importance of being one with one another. Then after that, he says, um, "God is in the midst." Because now, when you have this, he's like, "This is why they were both naked and they were not ashamed." Because now, with the um, the separation and the cleaving and the intimate intimacy, now this is all being done under God's providence, under God's coordination, under God's guidance. So now, under that, you are. God is in the midst of that union and it cannot be broken now, mm -hmm. you know? So ma majority of times when you see problems in marriages, it's not, you know, oh, um, the man having an issue with the wife or the wife having an issue. It's always a lordship problem. Mm. Are you submitting to the Lord? You know, right. when there's a problem with the husband and wife having issues, you can't leave and just bounce. You're going to sit there, yo, we're having issues. We're going to sit here and we're going to pray to the Lord and help us figure out. Amen. We need to submit to the Lord to help us through this situation. And I'm, I like that you made that point because, like, even with this, you think Adam was asleep. He fashions Eve. That means Eve had some time with the Lord, mm. you know, before she was even introduced to Adam, mm. you know? You think so? I mean, Adam mm. was asleep. Mm. And he mm. brought Eve to Adam. That's true. You got to think about that. Yeah. And it's not until me rereading it, I was like... You know, however right. long it was, I don't know. But Adam was asleep. Eve is fashioned. Then Eve is brought to Adam. You understand what I'm saying? It's a good point. So I'm thinking that you, you, yeah. you being with the Lord. I don't. I'm not. I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not gonna you, go for this speculation. No, no. no you, you but, know how I yeah. see it. Yeah. You know, um, when you're getting married. Yeah. No, I know. And right, the, the father is standing at the altar, yeah. and then your wife is yeah. coming. That's how I envision this, right? Mm -hmm. So you know, Adam is waking up, like, oh, what happened? And as soon as he wakes up, he sees his wife coming, right? The, and the father and the bride type, right? And coming, and based off of what he just went went through with the animals. He says, and other, you know, this is now, other translation says, finally, like that's the, that's the type of excitement, excitement, exclamation of his statement. He says, finally, bone of my bone, dog, that was the, that was the wedding happening right there. Oh, no, right. I, I right. get the wedding scene, but I'm just I understand saying, what you say, but, but I've yeah, never seen, see, that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's not until I reread it. Like you said, the father and the bride, the father. this is a time alone. Yeah, this is the same thing. Like how Peter said, like. You know, your wife is a co-heir to the kingdom of God. Just like how you're my son, this is how I look at her as like she's my daughter. And that's why that's a perfect example. Like you said, like this is the father bringing the bride to the groom. You understand? So mm -hmm. that means like 
just an encouragement for women like she had a relationship with god right you know i would i I don't i don't know how deep it went you know but at the end of the day she was brought to adam so you know that's how i look at it it's like you know she like before adam you know before she met adam she met god right Right. no no yeah i agree with that so that's what you know i agree yeah that's solid and i'm like you know and it's just like you have like probably single women who's you know you're waiting for a husband you know you're waiting to be brought to 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 a man you know but in this time whatever season that you in just like how the man just like how adam was before he had eve he was fellowshipping with god this is probably a season where you know you're you're the um the bride of the father you just wait you know you wait for god because god is gonna that day you know that day is gonna come where he's gonna bring you to to adam but it's you know, a, it's yeah, a faith yeah. thing that's a good point great point that's and, just you know, and with that whole uh you know analogy and god wanting to make adam understand this union this fellowship this closeness and there's no way adam would have been able to experience that with god without somebody that's comparable to him mm. You know what I'm saying? Like the right. triune God, they're right. equal. They're the same. Right. Right. One God. They're right. the same nature. Right. Right. Although, you know, man, Adam, he could continue growing and getting deeper with the Lord. That's going to keep happening for eternity. You still can't compare that to you. You understand that better on your level with somebody that's just like you. Right. So now mm-hmm. we see. Um, man and woman coming together, becoming one, you know, mm. a picture of that triune. And when a man and woman come together and become one, what could happen? Mm. They could create. Sure. Mm. So he, he also, you know, gives them the the blessing is now you understand, right? We read it in the last chapter. Let us make man. You've seen this creation uh, of God. And he even gives man, right, by designing designing man in a way where they could procreate right and within this institute of marriage he made sex where a man and woman mm-hmm. right within the institute of marriage right. come together become one and when they enjoy each other and in sex they're able to procreate right, right? it's just a glimpse of like God, you know. Right. It's like how, yeah. It's no, a, totally dog. It. It's the same thing. It's like you know the um the church, you know, being the bride, Christ, being the husband. Sure. You know, you think about you know when the Christ's uh, side was pierced, you know, blood and water flew. You know, they said that that was when the church was 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 born. Right. Yep. Yeah, and you think about Adam, his side being taken. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know, and That's that right. you know his bride came from that. And I even think about just even with the triune God, you have God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. They're all equal, but their roles will look like one is serving the other. You know, like. Like God the Son, He's always. I do what my Father tells me to do. I do what my Father does. I do what I see my Father doing. Even though He is equal with God the Father, the role He takes is I do what the Father does. And then you see the Holy Spirit. How the Holy Spirit comes in. The Holy Spirit is like all I do is testify of Jesus. That's all I'm here to do. Right. You know, and you don't see God the Father. You don't see God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. Or God the Holy Spirit is like why Christ? Why I got to do everything for Christ? 
Mm. Or Christ is like, oh, why I got to do everything the Father do? No, they work together as one, even though their roles might look, you know, like one is serving the other. And it's just like, you know, when you look at, you know, the dynamic of marriage, like, you know, you, you'll have the husband being the, the, the head and the woman, you know, helping the, the husband, you know, in the outside world, it's looking like, oh, well, she's under you. Why you got to listen to everything your man got to tell you? you? They they get that kind of pressure. But in the marriage, when it's holy and it's in the union and it's done in God, the woman will never feel like that. The man will never feel like I'm the, I'm the, you know, I'm mm-hmm. the tyrant, I'm the head. Right. Or the woman will never feel like, well, I'm just the little woman. I just have to sit here. And no, it's, they're working together. It's this oneness. Yeah. See, I love the way you bring that out. And that's the problem is that the world have changed the definition of submission. They've made it turned. Mm. They disdain it. Right. And they made it, they've tainted it. And they've turned it into like this sloppy garbage. You know, when they talk about submission in the same way, when they talk about head, because the images that you have in the world is always about some, like you said, a, some brutal tyrant taking advantage of this, uh, of this damsel, you know, of this woman that's supposedly supposed to love beauty and the beast. Yeah. You, you know, you just, it's just abuse <laughs> while the submission of submitted wife, all she does is cook and clean. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So they've destroyed the meaning of it. When we see here, like exactly what you said, Jesus was in submission to God, the father. And this was a beautiful thing to be in a place of service to him. And it was out of love. He right. was helping. And that's exactly what right. it is. And the things that the way people take um, the head wrong, where the husband is the head of the wife, it's a servant leadership thing. Right. Because what is Christ was the head of the church. And what did he do? He came and he died for the church. Amen. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He washed the disciples feet. So as a wife, I get into my wife's world and I die there and I serve her right. as the head of the house. Mm-hmm. That's how. Um, it's supposed to look, mm. you know, and, and, and let me tell you, it's a ph- phenomenal thing. Like just quick little story. <laughs> hey, a good girl. <laughs> we didn't get that. We didn't get that yet. <laughs> no, like, um, when I first got married, right. It was, uh, and, and I just saw like the, the Lord did a wonderful work in my wife. Mm. Right. And when I first got married, I was selfish. I didn't know it, you know. Shout out to Karen. <laughs> you know, I was totally selfish or whatever. Didn't know what I was doing. And the thing is, is that she didn't fight with me. She didn't bicker with me or any of that. She said all she did was pray and fast. Mm. And I didn't see it. But it was through that and her not fighting with me and other, and her submission to the Lord and me seeing her character to the Lord. Mm. Yo, the Lord changed my heart mm. for me to love her the way I'm supposed to love her. And I'm still mm. growing. I still don't love her the way I'm supposed to. Right. But that's something where I'm like, yo, I love you even more and more. Seeing your character and your submission where you didn't fight with me. You didn't yell and scream. You went to the Lord to deal with my heart where I had to change. Amen. And you know what I'm saying? And I had to repent. And I had to, you know what I'm saying? It was just like such a beautiful thing to see how submission looks glorious in God's eyes, you know, and how it's supposed to work that way. Yo, marriage is a beautiful thing, man. And it's, it's funny because I have a similar story to yours. Except, you know, my wife is Jamaican, so they was fighting. Idiot boy. Idiot no. boy. Yo, shout out yo, to Nicola. You out of order. That's the homie, yo. yo she's Jamaican, so you know they was fighting up in the crib now. Shout out to Nicola, dog. I love you, baby. <laughs> Nicola be holding it down. You nah, but order. yo, dog, same thing, right? Growing up, I didn't have image of marriage right Right. even though you know i grew up in a two-parent household until maybe i was in my 
you know, early 20s. Mm. But looking back, it wasn't, it wasn't this. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got two immigrant parents coming in. You know, you see your parents working, struggling. You don't have that that lesson. Right. And then you're getting it from the world. Whatever you see on TV, movies, magazines, they're defining what marriage is mm-hmm. or what relationship is or how a man and a woman is supposed to interact and holiness. None of that. I didn't have none of that. So, you know, even you know, after I got married, you know, after we got saved, it was a struggle. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was a struggle back and forth. And the the Lord had to work in our hearts. And you remember the episodes. You remember the episodes yeah. that I went through. But it it had to come to a point where I had to submit and humble myself to God. Amen. Right. You know what I'm saying? In order for the marriage to start um, repairing itself right. and, yeah. and actually us becoming one because for a long time we weren't one even though we were married right you know what i'm saying it was just just drama just you know right just opposition just stubbornness just pride just ego and you know me and my wife we're kind of the same and it's like um you know in in our stubbornness Mm -hmm. and it's like as we both started to get closer to god then those things started to just melt away. Correct. You know what I'm saying? There was times where, dog, two weeks, no talking, no interact acting. You're right. And then it was, you know, five days. Uh, and then it was three days. And now it might be twenty minutes. Not saying that you're not gonna go through issues, right. but you made you made you're in a covenant. You gotta work through these you gotta just work through it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Dog, now we have a relationship where we don't go through the things we were going through year one, two, you know, three. And it's all because of the Lord, right? And him revealing, dog, you're, dog, you're, you know, you're being a jerk. Mm -hmm. You're being selfish. You're being this. And I had to, you know, come to grips with that. And I had to confess it. And I had to ask the Lord, like, yo, take this away. Yeah. You know what Um, I'm saying? Just listening to how important it is to to not be unequally yoked as Christians, right? To to make yeah. sure that that spouse that you decide to do this covenant with is the one that the Lord has for you is what comes to my mind is when we talked about just, you know, the ability to conceive and, and have children. Um, what is the most valuable thing to God? You know, it's to me, it's it's a soul, correct? So when a man and a woman can come together and he gives us that ability to not just create a child, but to create a soul that's going to spend eternity somewhere, Mm. you know, and when you think of that covenant, you know, and the responsibilities that entails one to another, and then the fact that we can create souls that are going to spend eternity with or without God, like how valuable are souls to the Lord mm. and how important is it to make sure that that person that you decide to be with has those values that God, you know, those God given values of, of just um, wanting to raise children, you know, in the faith and raise your children in the Lord. And that's one that's one of the main reasons why I still single, because I haven't found that person yet. But I, this goes out to anyone that's out there that's single, that's thinking about potentially 
you know, spending your life with someone who does not know the Lord. You know, don't do it. The Lord tells us not to be unequally yoked. And he tells us and, and just the ability to be with someone, you know, that loves the Lord is something that I truly desire and can't wait, wait for. Um, and I'm just so blessed by my brothers here just, you know, to see what they went through, um, you know, to hear their testimonies and to know that um, the Lord does have something good for, for us single people out there, man. So keep your head up, pray, stay strong, man. Yo, dog, it be cold outside, dog. Yo, B, <laughs> that, that alone business? Yo, B, yo, last week after the episode, you know, we got home late. Dog, you go under the covers, you inch up under your wife, B. Ain't nothing better. Yeah, you feel that. a warm leg. <laughs> I feel that warm leg. Yeah, I be taking well, all her heat. I was like, yo, oh, B. It's cold outside. <laughs> no, but um, I'm too old for that. It's like... <laughs> It's like, but it's like what you like. Both what both of y'all was breaking down. It's a lordship thing. Yeah, you know. It's and I'm glad that that you said, like you said, it was a lord. You know, when you submitted to the lord, the same thing with you. Like your wife realized, like I gotta just submit to the lord. I submit to the lord. I pray to the lord. The lord, he's gonna fix this. He he'll yeah. fix his heart. He'll change his heart. Right. You know, and that's how I look at it. Like. You know, just both parties understanding that, you know, it's a it, God is Lord. I submit to him and he's going to fix this union. He's going to because you're talking about two different people. Why are different? Two different wills becoming one. Mm. You know, it's the becoming one. You'll be that's not easy. That's Taking not. two <laughs> to make one. That is not an easy thing. You know, so it's definitely you need the help of God. Like yeah. without God, it's not going to happen. And both parties have to be submitted to the Lord. And it's like we need God's help. You're not going to do it without God. And it's to, it's to make you better, man. I, oh, I, I'm better. I'm a better mm. person. Oh, I'm more patient. I'm more like my wife Sickle. made me better, a better man. Amen. You know, and yeah. that's that's the that's what he wanted for Adam. Right. That's right. Because it wasn't good. That's mm -hmm. the helper part, right? You know what I'm saying? Helped you become a better man. Yep. Yeah, I think yeah, I think God created marriage and uh as an institution of sanctification. Mm. Amen. Because I think um, yeah. yeah. It it really cuz it revealed my heart. It revealed how how much still I was selfish. How I was off, you know what I'm saying? How I was being rebellious. Yeah. But you you know, but him working through my wife and showing me I learned how to be a better man and a better right. servant of God. Right. You know. And another quick plug in like the most, especially anybody who's single, yo, maintain celibacy. Mm. Sex outside of marriage is sinful and it will destroy. And it confuses. And it's bring confusion. It is off. Listen, we need to wait for that holy smash a moment. <laughs> yo, this guy. And I knew he was waiting. Yo, I was waiting patiently. Patiently. Uh, yo, we gotta, yo, yo, we're gonna end the Holy smash a moon. We're gonna end the episode with this. So, so let's let's touch on that briefly. Yeah. Sex. You know? Sex is good. And it's proper place. That's right. All right. We live we live in a hyper sexual um society. Everything is about sex. You know, social media is just sex. You know, our young kids are growing up where sex mean doesn't mean anything. Mm, that's crazy. It's 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 it means absolutely nothing. But sex was designed for a man and a woman to enjoy within marriage. That's what God said. I'm gonna agree with God. Mm. That's it. <laughs> that's the end of the story. That's all I got. 
that's it. I'm gonna agree with God. Growing up, I didn't know that, right? And I, dog, premarital, whatever. I got kids outside of um, outside out of wedlock. Right. Dog, I didn't know anything. I wasn't in God. I wasn't saved. Right. Right. But then, now it's now, you know, after I got married, then I realized, oh, that's why it made sense. Sure. That's why it's 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 good to um for a man and a woman to be married and raise kids because i i could see firsthand the effects that's right that it has on children right. when the home is broken right and by the grace of god you know my kids all of them they're you know well-mannered you know what i'm saying but it wasn't the perfect it wasn't the best environment for them right, right. and they didn't deserve that right Right, because of my ignorance and just my sinfulness. But you know, just going getting saved and and learning more about God and learning God's design for man, learning God's design for marriage, starting to learn all these things and then starting to reflect on my life and then you see it. But God is so faithful, he was like, Yeah, all right, no, but I could hold it down for you, I could fix it for you. You know what I'm saying? And I'm proud to say, like, you know, young, you're dealing with, you know, six kids. They're not terrorizing anybody out in the streets. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Four, four young men, you know, two young ladies right. that are, you know, that that have standards. Yeah, and I... And, I, and, know, I, and it's only by the grace of God because yeah, it's, it's, it's not... And I was able to see that and just to see like you and your wife, y'all brought them, you know. It's the Brady Bunch. Word up. The Brady <laughs> the Brady Bunch was coming <laughs> coming into church every Sunday. Yeah. You know, but it was it was because of you know, you and your wife, you guys' faithfulness to the Lord. Again, like I said, it's you know, your wife's relationship with the Lord, your your relationship with the Lord is real. Right. And once y'all started to really become one, you know, the kids would follow suit. And I watch each and every kid, mm. you know, give their life to the Lord. And it's like, you know, I'm I'm sitting there and like you said, it's um it's by the, it's with the help of God. It's it's submitting. Right. It's it's both parties submitting to God and God is gonna do the work just like how he did it here. Right. Adam didn't have nothing to do with it. Like he was deep mm. sleep. You know, Eve didn't have nothing to do with it. She was fashioned, she was brought to Adam, like Everything here was done by God, hands on. God was hands on, and you know He's so um, He's just so intimate when it comes to our lives. He's just so hands on when it comes to our lives. But you got to go to sleep, yeah. go to sleep, deep sleep, <laughs> deep sleep, and just and, let God work. Yeah, and and you see that you see the effects of it, like the generational effects of people that's not saved and doing you know and being raised in broken homes, and then them having children. Those children end up having children and right. and you just see it just generation after generation after generation yeah. of broken homes until God steps in and you know flips the switch and you get saved and then finally they can be reparation mm -hmm. you know but until God steps in until you know they submit to Jesus like that that curse of like broken families messed up relationships mm. you know divorces it just continues to perpetuate our society and you know our culture and our families, right you know. You know, be, we need just, God. Be we just need to Jesus. Co combat Mike a little bit because I don't agree with that whole make yourself go to sleep. 
You know what? What doesn't the Lord say that he who finds a good wife? How are you gonna find a good wife? Yeah, what did I tell you? Did I tell you to go find her? She's Yo, but, there, but how are you gonna find her if you sleep? How did Adam? How did Adam find his wife? He didn't have to. There was nobody there. Yeah, he he, tell he him. Tell him you're not Adam. He didn't find. I'm his wife. not Adam, bro. <laughs> I know you're not Adam. He didn't find his wife. And Tony, you gotta hit them streets. Yo, <laughs> yo, them you streets just on fire. Yo, listen, I'll be at the well tonight, son. Well, you told me the well was dry. <laughs> yo, but that's the faith I have that right, I'm gonna baby. keep going. Hey, you know what? I got faith with you, man. You got faith, so you coming with me? I'm going to pray for you. You coming with me to the well? Nah, I ain't coming to the well. Yo. Deep sleep. Sleep, sleep. (laughs) Go to sleep. (laughs) So, marriage is between a man and a woman. Uh, I'm agree with God on that. Um, Sex outside of marriage is not condoned by God. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to agree with that also. God is good, man. Everything he instituted, everything that he's created, it's it's, it's all for our good. Exactly. Amen, amen. It's all for, our, all for good. our good. It's That's all right. for our good. You may not understand it now. You may not. It's the same thing with Adam, and we'll get to just later what happens, but you don't have to understand it now. But when you obey and when you, you're faithful, you'll get it later, just right. like how you did. All right, man. That's it. Marriage. Ralph? Let's pray, all right. Heavenly Father, we just thank you so very much for these words that you just um, laid on our hearts, Lord. How important, how wonderful it is how you created marriage, Lord God. You created in the Garden of Eden, Lord God. The very first thing you said for us to do is to be with you, to be one with you, to be in relationship with you. As you created us in such a personal fashion, Lord God. And then in the same time, you created uh, marriage, Lord God. To be between one man and one woman. Lord God, and we thank you for that, for the institution of marriage and how you're using it as a wonderful tool, as a sanctification to improve man and woman together, Lord God. So you saw that was good. That was very good, the the institution of marriage, Lord God. And not only that, it is, it is a miraculous um, mystery, Lord, because it's a picture of you being the husband of the, the church, Lord God. What a mm-hmm. wonderful mystery that you said that um, we are your bride, Lord God. We've been married to you, Lord God. And the way you've married us is by dying for us on the cross, Lord God. And this is the same thing that you call husbands to do for their wives, Lord, to go into their worlds, Lord, and die. And we know that we can't do it without your help, without the unction of the Holy Spirit, without your direction, without your guidance. So, Lord God, as we speak here, Lord God, as we pray, and we just continue to ask you, to watch over us, to teach us, to guard our hearts, guard our minds, and to guard all those listening, Lord God, and all those who are tuning in, Lord God, that you do the same for them, that you continue to reveal yourself to them and reveal the gospel so that they could themselves also be saved and have blessed marriage, Lord God. Amen. And we thank you and we glorify you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Yo, you got to have a, a man and a woman living in sin listening to this. They're going to get convicted. <laughs> Yo, that's the prayer. Take it up with God. That's the prayer. Get right. (laughs) Don't blast us. Get right, man. (laughs)